scientist is imprisoning and torturing Jedi to find the secret behind the Force. She taps their emotions, monitors their actions, and then drains them of their blood. Qui-Gon Jinn is now her captive. Obi-Wan Kenobi is desperately searching for his master. <laughs> Meanwhile, Qui-Gon must match wits with one of the most dangerous enemies he has ever encountered. His survival depends on it. <laughs> wow. So, I had to take off my headphones. <laughs> Jake took off his headphones. I'm going to make that quieter for you, audience, but for us, that was very loud. <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> that was premium Isaac. Welcome to Grand Moff Talkin', a delicately curated long-form discussion of the EU I, that's what I'm going with. Sure, that's what not? we do. We've never done it the that's same what I'm way doing twice. Right now. We've never done it the same way. It's the EU. Uh, this week, we have our beloved Isaac, who's discussing a book. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Isaac. <laughs> come on the show, Isaac. <laughs> he should come on the show sometimes. Hey guys, <laughs> we never let him talk enough. Jake and I hog all the airwaves. We really do, and we don't. Leave and we should let him Isaac. talk. We One should. of these days, we're going to let him talk. I already this, understand. This, hey, actually, hey, you, hold you on. Quiet, I already yeah. understand the bit. <laughs> Well, Isaac got the bit, so that means it's done. Wow, yeah. Uh, That's the fun way to do things. <laughs> Isaac, you're so desperate to talk. Tell us what you read this week. Yeah, sheesh. Talk, why don't you? Now he's just staring at us silently. Is it okay if I take a sip of my coffee? Isaac, I already know nope. this bit, please. So last week, we, uh, last week. Surely last, not. Last six weeks ago, <laughs> I uh, discussed uh, book number 11 of the Jedi Apprentice series, The D. Adley Hunter. It, it was the said, start of a new trilogy. Yes. So even though you jumped in the eleventh one, it was a, technically a good jumping off. It really point. was. I understood everything. And book number twelve in this is the uh, glorious adventures of the evil Doctor E. X. Perryment. And this is the book. <laughs> no, is that his name? That's gonna be, no, that's going to be so hard. He's making a joke about the evil experiment. E. X. So no, that's going to be. No one's going to understand. No, that. the evil experiment is the <laughs> title of the book. As I. Uh, <laughs> As I mentioned in the last time I talked about a book, the cover to this book is uh, is a wild ride. We have a... Qui-Gon is attached to a circular, like a medieval torture device, quite literally. Yes. His like, limbs are all stretched in different directions. We'll post yeah. it on the Twitter, as we always do. Yes. Every time. And a lady's eyes are behind him, as you see. Oh, who is she? I'm probably what does she want? Evil experimenter. Well, the book's pages reveal that. So <laughs> where we pick up is... Hey, can we can we pause for one second? Fine. I had this thing that has been bothering me every time we do the EU episode. I always forget to bring it up. That what we should do after we read the intro is say, this week on Grandma Talking, it's Jedi Apprentice, the evil experiment. So that way they re you read the intro and then you have the title so that p people understand what we just did. That would make sense. We'll start that on the next one and I'm leaving this in. <laughs> <laughs> What are we? A normal podcast that doesn't cut anything out ever? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. So you guys know how the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi aren't going to have any pause between them? Yeah, I do. Like know a, that. like an animal. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Much... Why do we always do this to Isaac? <laughs> I just got through a whole episode and it was nice. You guys let me speak, and then as soon as Isaac, as soon as Isaac starts speaking, we we mess it up. So please oh, talk no. about this. Talk about this book. What happened? Give us a brief overview of last time. Was and, it hard okay, to read? And what's happening? No. What year did it come out? Two thousand one. A oh. Space Odyssey. Oh. The very year of our Lord in Space Odyssey. <laughs> right before Attic Attic of the Clones. Of the Clones. Yes. So the last one came out the year before the Phantominus. No, that was uh. That was where the series started, I think. Yeah, it, that but was when like did the in last one come out. It's like two thousand. Oh, okay, it came out afterwards. Yeah, that was yeah. a Y two K baby. 
That's right. So, did you have a question other than when the, the year came out? No, I, oh, I asked the question. No, oh, I wanted fantastic. a brief, brief overview of the last one. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. get us in the right head. That space. was the one where, um, for whatever reason, Qui-Gon told everyone, hey, let's go talk to one of my old friends. And this friend gets kidnapped. And based on that, we're now like, as I went through this book, I kept thinking back to we're only in this situation because Qui-Gon decided he had to go visit one of his old friends. Like, there's really no other reason yeah, besides that's that. that's true. There was no, like, they didn't have to stop a bad guy, or they just, like, visited no, no. a friend at a diner. Yeah, and if you're if you're just, like, joining us with this episode, you should go back and listen to the uh, Deadly Hunter episode, yeah, because for, this is part two of a, of a trilogy that Isaac's For no other reason than to hear the line, if I could feed people with smells. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear a lot written. of... There's a lot of graceful threading, and there's a lot of plump fingers in that episode. <laughs> and quite frankly, too, like there's only a few new I- characters introduced in this. We use almost every. Now, is Dee Dee back? Yes. That I was okay. about to ask. What the well, that person Dee Dee's yeah. back, okay. but not really. Oh, Dee back. Ominous. So that's actually the uh, impetus for Obi Wan and Astri, who's back. So we enter this book right where the last one left off and Qui-Gon is in the uh, hands of the evil experimenter. He was and like stole, like kidnapped. Yeah. He was kidnapped at yes. the end of the old one, right? Yeah. He got, got kidnapped by, by the, the Deadly Hunter. The titular Deadly Hunter. Yes. Who we learned the name of in this book. But Ooh, before we get to spoilers. that, we need to learn the name of uh, Dr. Evil EX Perryment, who just <laughs> happens to be a friend of us from the Deadly Hunter. Would anyone like to guess who the, uh, back- so this is we someone- know who they are. Oh. A character that we've been introduced to? Was it the yes. politician that she was worried about her sauce being too spicy for? <laughs> was it the owner of the hotel? Name. I don't know. Any, I don't remember any no, names from the old I only one. remember Dee Dee. Jenna Zan Arbor. Remember uh, oh, Dr. Jenna right. Zan Arbor, Michigan? Miss Michigan herself. Yes. Little Miss Michigan. Turns out she is the uh, the evil experimenter. And it turns out, remember in the last book how all it said was she uh, just cured deadly diseases? Like that was no. the... Okay, so yeah, like I should go back and listen to that. Part of her, uh, <laughs> her her claim to fame was like she found cures for deadly viruses. No specifics given, just like hey, she cured deadly viruses. Like designs, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it turns out, not only does she, she cure these deadly viruses, but she creates them, guys. Oh. She mm. creates the virus, and then she like the Chimera virus from Mission Impossible too. Yes, mm-hmm. and she and then she creates the antidote to the virus. And then she will sell the antidote to the people who need the antidote to the virus. I think that's a good chimera virus from Mission Impossible too. That's a really good uh, racket she's got going there. And we know this just because she flaps her gums about it to <laughs> the Qui-Gon. Well, that gum-flapping racketeer. <laughs> so um, Qui-Gon is there, and Obi-Wan and Astri need something to do. So yeah, Astri Dodo. Is once again back in this book. <laughs> Didi Dodo. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Didi Otto. Didi Otto. Wait, Astriato. Didi Otto. It's not Dodo. Okay. No, not Dodo. <laughs> I thought it was Dodo. I thought it was Didi Dodo. Dodo. is so much better. King yes. D- Astriato. King Didi D. <laughs> so they need something to do. And so Didi is in. Oh, this is the first excerpt from the book. I found this Ooh, uh, amusing. Oh, the dramatic readings are the best part of the show. So what. Am I going to read this? Yes. No. <gasps> but the, <laughs> the, the, the reason I have this is just to remind myself that Dee Dee is such a good friend of the Jedi 
that he gets like he's on the Jedi healthcare plan. You were like, saying that like Yoda knows who Didi is. Yeah, Didi is just like a guy who works in a diner. He's like right? a good friend he is because <laughs> he's a he's a Jedi informant. So Qui Gon loves the guy. Yoda loves the guy. Everyone loves him. Obi Wan's like I don't get it, yo. But everyone else gets it, yo. And so he gets like he's being because in the Diadly Hunter he was injured in like the bounty hunter uh, kerfuffle, and so now he's at the Jedi hospital receiving healthcare. Like, and so he's, and I think the woman... Are, are there, like, socio-political undertones in this book about healthcare? <laughs> yes. Single payer, anybody? Universal healthcare. <laughs> um, so the doctor comes out and's like, it doesn't look good. He's not waking up right now. And if only we could cure him with smells. <laughs> <laughs> said Astri. And so her and Obi-Wan decide, you know what? We need to go take things into our own hands. And so the doctor is like, that's not a good idea. You're only 14. But Obi-Wan's like... Whoa, Astri's only 14. Obi-Wan's 14 in this book. Why do we forget that every time? And Astri, I guess, is the same age because this this book probably requires that. And so... (laughs) Oh, no. What's that mean? Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't find out either, but I guess in the next book. Wait, a, now, Astri, what kind of uh, creature is this? Is it a human? I or? think she's a human. Obi-Wan is it never? She has black hair and, like, she has, she's described as having features of a human. So if she's not, Obi-Wan then she's at least. has several uh, love interests. Uh-huh. He's a player. This. He really is. There's one non-human love interest I know of. She's got, like, orange skin. Nice. Red hair. Ahsoka? Oh. No, no, she looks human pretty much, just her skin's different. Oh. But <laughs> like the Star Trek alien. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Obi-Wan and uh Astri are like, We need to go help out Didi. We need to just find the cure to his disease, whatever for himself. Oh yeah, because he has like they think they've kind of like fixed his wounds, but he has a mysterious infection that's going through his body and they don't Uh-oh. know where it's from. Now do they need to go and <laughs> see if any stormtroopers can recognize the wounds? <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to either this coming week's episode or last week's episode, you'll know we, that means. Who knows we like be. deep cuts on this show. <laughs> deep cuts of our own show. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, the Game of Talking Expanded Universe. We enjoy fatal cuts on this show. <laughs> but so they're like, we need to go help him. And the doctor lady's like, you shouldn't do that. You're kids. And Obi-Wan's like, but it's what Qui-Gon would do. And the lady's like, you're right. <laughs> and so they go. And so that's that. And so now that's where Obi-Wan and Ash will be for the uh, duration of this story. And they're going where? They're going to go find they're going to Qui-Gon. That's oh, the, Okay, so they're not going anywhere in particular, they're just like following the leads to find Qui-Gon. Yeah, so if we're going to call this the mystery of the evil experiment, they're uh, the ones doing the mystery part. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is the next thing I want to get to. So they're going off doing their thing. And so we we kind of keep kind of cutting back to Qui-Gon and Jenna probably every other chapter. We don't spend a lot of time with this part of the book, it's mostly Obi-Wan and Astri's like whodunit, putting the uh, pieces together. But the one of the first times we spend an extended period of time with uh, Qui-Gon and Jenna, it turns out for all of your like science force loving friends, this is perfect because like she likes to experiment on people like to, to find out about them. But she wants a Jedi specifically so she can like draw out their blood so she can study the force. Because of... Riley's favorites. <laughs> they don't say the word. Midi keyboard chlorians. They don't say the word. But that's yeah, weird. that's... It was probably written before Phantominus came out. I okay, know, it was 2001. So she can tell when he accesses... Okay, this is pretty good. Um, Qui-Gon's like... No, Jenna says, you just accessed the forest. Is that what, That's weird. <laughs> you just accessed the force. Good. Don't be afraid to do so. 
How did you know? Qui-Gon asked. The question was out of his mouth before he had a chance to think. His surprise had triggered it. I am monitoring your body functions. When you access the Force, your body temperature drops. Your heartbeat slows. So strange. Once I thought the Force would have the opposite effect. But it works mysteriously. That's why it is so interesting to study. So there's a there's a mm. biological tell when a Jedi uses the Force in this version of the canon. I hate Star Wars. How does that Wars. make you feel, Riley? <laughs> I, hate, I hate Star Wars. You know, on this podcast, if you're a new listener, we we like Star Wars, but sometimes we hate Star Wars. <laughs> Lots of times we hate Star Wars. A lot Wars. of times we don't like each other and Star Wars. <laughs> oh, and this is another nice thing. You know, remember the last book, how we had to make connections quickly. We had to convince bad guys to do good things quickly because the book's only 150 pages long. Right. Here we are right now. The very next page. Um... Qui-Gon's thinking to himself, perhaps he could form some sort of bond with his captor. So here we... Uh, bond? We, James Bond. <laughs> I will make a deal with you, he said. That was a great setup. That was, expensive. That was a great accidental <laughs> setup. Qui-Gon's like, I will make a deal with you, he said. I hardly think you're in a position to offer deals, Jenna Zane Arbor said, amused. I think I am, Qui-Gon returned quietly. I have something you want. That puts me exactly in that position. There was a pause. All right. So that was the... Uh, That's oh, it? wow. Yeah, she says, she what says, do you want? Right. And Okay, I'm getting confused. So Qui-Gon has been captured by the D'Adley Hunter. Yes. No, 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 no. The D'Adley Hunter provided Jenna Zan Arbor with Qui-Gon. So, yeah, so Jenna she, Zan Arbor she captures okay. and takes him to Jenna. Jenna's Jenna's Jenna Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yes. And then separately, what happened to Dee Dee? <laughs> Didi's at the Jedi Temple. Didi, why, why is he hurt? He's in a coma because because the the uh, run in with the D. Adley Hunter and the end of the last book. Yes. Okay. And so then separately, Obi Wan and Astri. Astri. So they were I, Dodo. I think it mentioned uh, it mentioned in this book that Obi Wan and Astri I think got like wounds like they they pulled a joint they twisted an ankle cuts bruises whatever but Didi's the one who's like on life support in like medical induced coma right now. All right. This is a complicated plot for a children's book. It really kind of is, guys. <laughs> like, I really I wanted to turn my brain off so desperately during this book, but I kind of get, didn't have that opportunity sometimes if I wanted to know what was going on in some of these. Because just like one, like the last book, it just took it one tep step too far for me. With like one a, tep step. One. T- <laughs> anyway, um, so they do their negotiation where Qui Gon's like, okay, so we're negotiating were now. Were they short? Turns out the negotiations were short, okay, Riley. I was just wondering. So they're That's the uh, kind of humor I like. So they go on to say, after she asks, what do you want? He says, I want to be let out of this chamber for two hours a day, Qui-Gon said. If you do this, I will use the force to heal myself. If you do not, I will not access it. You will die, she warned. Yes, Qui-Gon replied calmly. As a Jedi, I am prepared for death. It does not frighten me. I do not make deals, Ann Arbor cried shrilly. I am the leader here. I make the decisions. Why I'm the no captain one use here. contractions? No one used a contraction there. No. Are they all from, it's from really weird. what's her name's planet? Tenoka's planet. Yeah. That's weird. Qui-Gon, I've heard Liam Neeson use a contraction before. Yeah. Why didn't he use one so there? So many contractions. Do we remember that when we left off at my last sentence when uh, she said she doesn't negotiate? Next paragraph. All right, she snapped. But not two hours. One hour. That's all. Do we have a deal? And so, wait a minute. Sounds like negotiating. What was he negotiating? He wanted to be let out so he could for an hour. Yes, so that well, use the force. He says in the next paragraph, "We have a deal." Qui Gon answered. He had expected her to counter with one hour. It was not a problem. One hour would have to be enough. 
So I don't understand. He just wanted to be let out of a torture device for an hour. Yes, because to use the force. So like the sheik is like that was like kind of his uh like I'll give you something, you give me something because she wants to study the force being used. He's like okay, but I gotta be out of like I gotta be like boot scooting and doodling around if I want to use the force. <laughs> Sounds like Legan. So you gotta let me do my thing if you want me to do the force. And she's like. Okay, even though I don't negotiate. <laughs> I will weird. negotiate this one time. She's not a good torturer. <laughs> you know what this book does that Ryan Johnson can't do? Tell me. Be bad? Give us a stupid Rodian. <gasps> Is there a Rodian in this The door this to the house slid open and someone stood on the threshold. Concealed behind a row of speeders, Obi-Wan looked carefully. A Rodian stood for a moment <laughs> as if to dancing. test the weather. Even a master of disguise could not impersonate a Rodian. This one Dana was Carvey? bulky and short, with green skin and the usual ridge of spines along his skull. You no, this was not the bounty hunter, but it was a stupid Rodian! Yeah, I'm putting in some celebration music behind that description. This book sucks. Love it. I love me a Rodian. No. Oh, this was a, this was a funny line, guys. This was a funny joke that Obi-Wan tells Astri. We'll she's, trying to, that. she's trying to get them out of a jam, and then Obi-Wan quips to her, what are you going to do? Cook us out of danger? Oh, he wow. did. Did yep. he really say that? He, oh, what are you going to do? Cook us out of danger? Shut her down. This book kind of picks up where the last one left off on using uh, different sorts of words to be exclamatory. This one uses the word, uh, the the beloved 90s band, Weezer. It kind of shortens that up, gives us wheeze. Wheeze. The first body stirred. Wheeze. That's my foot. Wheeze? Wait, what? He says wheeze? Yes. Yeah, so, like, oh, instead it was a, of actually wheezing, it, it was like actually, uh, once again, going back to our RPG episode, a huge Devaronian. Oh. He, so he who, literally says the word wheeze. Yes. W, like if he said cough. W-E-E-Z <laughs> exclamation. Sigh. That is really weird. That is yes. really weird. And so, oh yeah, so this is, this is actually, no, no, no. This is where we're introduced to the Three Stooges. Nice. Yes, except in this, their names are Choli, Tup. <laughs> the clone Tup. And wait, no, no, no. That's a weird name. Wheeze. I lied. Holy That's crap. That's the name of a person? So it's Wheeze, Tup, and Choli. Tup. Like, is this the clone? There's a clone named Tup. Is this that clone? T-U-P. Yeah, that's how that clone is spelled. Wheeze, Tup, and Choli? Yep. And they are three bumbling fools who end up following DD or no Astri and Obi-Wan who's the bigger around. fool, the fool or the fool who thinks that it said wheeze because it was <laughs> a sound and not a name. Good call. This is why you guys should talk over me every episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I feel bad. Fool, be nicer. Oh, they said a uh, plump, a uh, tough puffed out childish plump cheeks and blew out a short explosive That's breath. So. It's wow. my favorite rapper. Wait, Tup has plump cheeks. <laughs> cheeks. Read that again, because I didn't understand that sentence. Tup puffed out childish, pl childish plump cheeks. Let's read it till you get it right. Tup, <laughs> Tup puffed out childish plump cheeks and blew out a short explosive breath. <laughs> whoosh. Great idea, stranger. Thanks for the tip. Now, which character is Only whoosh? guess what? We don't have any credits. Which character is Woosh? I don't know, guys. I'm just dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, this has turned into the best episode. That is the craziest sentence ever. That's like oh, that's like one of those sentences that could only Childish exist in a plump cheeks. That is really hard to say. They're trying to mess with you. 
yeah. that could only exist in a Star Wars book. You, that that's, kind of that sentence. was never meant to be uttered out loud. Honestly, that's no one no one writes that and says someone should say this out loud. My suspicion is that half these Star Wars writers don't read their work out loud. No, they don't. <laughs> because no, plump cheeks. Because it would have been impossible to read that out loud. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Isaac managed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bounty hunter. Her name is Ona Nobis. Ona o- Nobis. O N A space N O B I S. Oh, and this uh, brings us to our, uh, for, is this our second game of the episode? Do we already play one game technically? We have not played, a game, we haven't played a game yet. Okay. Is it game time? Yes, game time. All right, Yay. here we go. So remember the whip that she has to use to, oh, yeah. to do her stuff? The Diadly whip. So in this book, it mentions two different modes that this whip has. Ooh. I'm going to name three of them. You have to name the one that's not one of the modes. Okay, great. I like this I game. This. Good game. Right. Is this real or Jake? This is real or Jake? Real or Jake, awesome. We this haven't is done J- that in a long this time. This is Joker Jake. <laughs> I think the original one is better. <laughs> so the three yeah, modes. Your, they both have your name in it. You should be happy. Onanobis has three modes in her whip. Are is the one that isn't one of the modes of the whip. Well, I understood it more before. Yeah, you just say, went just read it. them. Yeah, just give it. One, know what we're doing. One is Jake. We have laser. We have normal, and we have stun. Normal laser and stun. I have to. I really hope that stun is not the one, and the, the settings for the whip are normal and laser. Yeah, I. I. That's what I want to happen. I really so want badly. it to be that. normal and laser. You guys wished it true. Yeah. <laughs> her, her, normal and laser. And laser. Her whip has normal mode, and that's <laughs> that's how Astrid was able to get up onto like the next floor of like a. Oh yeah, without cutting something. Yeah, she like she whipped mode. it around, like she whipped it up. She put it on a normal mode and so she whipped it up there and grappled it on there and pulled herself up normal and laser yep are whips the only thing that you can where you can verb a noun like you can't gun a gun but you can whip a whip i just had that thought cannon i cannoned it you can't you can't cannon a cannon i grenaded it you can't sword a sword bombed you can bomb something i bombed oh it. that's right you can bomb a bomb okay we solved it oh and uh there's something else i want to mention in this book which gives a good explanation of the force, and I'm trying to find where it is, and I can't quite find it right now. So, if we could, oh yeah, we, what we're planning on doing, it actually hasn't, it didn't come up at all in the last book I read, but we're trying to keep track, listeners, of times in the expanded universe where the force is mentioned, and we're gonna kind of keep a little glossary like <laughs> the Jedi Prince series, and so that way, like maybe after a year or so of doing the show, we'll have an interesting tapestry of what the expanding universe described the force yeah as. what the force what the capabilities of the force were because it right. in like an old canon into in old stuff it was just like oh you can uh you can do lightning because we saw that in a movie you can uh choke someone because right. we saw that in a movie but there wasn't a whole lot of uh uh variety i'll retroactively go back and i'll put the stuff from uh ord mantel on the list because they do mention it in that book okay i found it guys this is pretty incredible. This is so how Qui-Gon explains the Force to Genesis Ann Arbor, or like if you want to use the Force. Um, you will never gain what you seek, Qui-Gon told her. There is a fatal flaw in your plan. She smiled. So you say. And what is that? <laughs> Understanding the Force takes wisdom. Are you telling me that I am not wise, she asked. You have intelligence, maybe genius, but that is not wisdom. He had disturbed her. She covered it with a laugh. I've heard of Jedi mind tricks. You're trying to get me to doubt myself. That's impossible. Here's an example of what I mean, Qui-Gon said. You do not recognize what truth is, so you call it a trick. That is why you are not wise, Jenna Ann Arbor. 
Wisdom is something you cannot identify because you cannot measure it with your instruments. She struggled to maintain her tight smile. Anything else I am lacking to understand the Force? The most important thing of all, Qui-Gon said. An open heart. Oh, oh, I mean, I kind of liked it up. I liked right it up until that up point. Until open heart, open heart. I liked it. I liked that stuff a lot. Yeah. And they said an open heart. I was, I was into it. We were. You noticed we were both quiet. We were <laughs> yeah. listening. That that was the Say one. Say more part. stuff like that, Isaac. We want to interrupt. <laughs> oh you. boy, that was my biggest laugh of the book. Like that gave in me an open uh, hearts. Yes, it's like, it's like I'm watching Interstellar right now. That, hey, I, know, I really, <laughs> love, I love Interstellar. I love it. <laughs> Watch it the other night. That movie holds up. It's a really Supremely. good movie. Oh my goodness. At me. I dare you. Yeah. I'll defend Interstellar. Yeah, it's really good. So there you go, guys. An open heart is the key to understanding the force. That's pretty amazing. That's, yeah. I, that is I, never mentioned in any of the films. No, that was nor hinted at. That was a good speech though. I liked it up until I like that you know? can't measure wisdom. That was actually mm-hmm. good. So is that gonna be that's tough because we usually mention something we liked. Uh you did not say anything you liked in the Oh you did I had a little one bit. little tiny thing. You that liked I liked something. You did? You, would you say that you liked that speech up until the open heart part? <laughs> I I enjoyed myself reading it. I was gonna say okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> that 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 part did. It, it kind of draws you in. It's it's weird because finally when it gets over the plate, you hit it, and then it just like farts open a rubber chicken. <laughs> the just ball like, farts open a rubber chicken, <laughs> yes. just like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know we've all seen it. Sure, you, you I know, was gonna play s- baseball. The ball hatches open a rubber chicken. <laughs> yeah, this this book was good, but it, it didn't hold me as much as the last one did. To be honest, I mean the last one was super entertaining. Well, how mm-hmm. did, how does it all end? Yeah, what's where where does is he still captured at the end? Okay, or? so this is what happens. So eventually, like it, through what, the procedural drama like tropes, Obi Wan and Astri end up going to places a b and c and finding pieces of evidence a b and c that lead them to the exact place that they need to be and so they end up at um the lair oh it's like her secret experiment place they keep calling it like the secret place i forget what the other word was but they kept calling it secret so like she has her lab but she also has her secret lab and so (laughs) like dexter yeah so they keep like a jedi city (laughs) yeah so they keep needing to they keep asking me like where's the secret lab guys and so they eventually get there, and in order to get into this place, their plan is that Astri is going to disguise herself as the Diadly Hunter herself, Ona Norbis. And in order to do that, you know how in Star Wars there's plenty of technology available at your fingertips? And I assume possibly synthetics are part of this technology, possibly to alter your appearance or yeah. alter the amount. They gotta have or, plastic surgery. And sure. Stuff. Yeah. No. And this, Astri has shave her, her head. Yes. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. Yep. Obi Wan personally shaves her head. Whoa. Like a like a Skyfall scene, but he's shaving her. <laughs> like a Jason Bourne scene. Yes. It it, yeah, des- it describes <laughs> like Obi Wan first. He uh, uses scissors to cut like the long parts of her hair off, and then he shaves the rest off. Uh, it sounds Boy, like someone was enjoying this when they were writing some it. Some weirdness in these. Who writes this again? You have to look real close to see uh, the author on it. But Jude Law. Jude Law. <laughs> it is Jude Law. <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah so it gives us a a plump paragraph of detail <laughs> about obi-wan shaving astri's head and so i and really both... was hoping you could find that passage and read it so uh, okay is this the we're, you're, you're gonna read the shaving yes passage <laughs> here's the shaving part oh okay so it's not for astri <laughs> buckle up kids Okay, so, a children's so, book that a child could find in a scholastic <laughs> section of the library we enter the uh the scene in the last moments of Astri wearing a helmet. 
She took it off and shook out her long, curly hair. Next, Obi-Wan handed her a pair of high leather boots. Shrugging out of her tunic, she buckled her utility belt tighter around her waist and pulled on the boots. One more thing, Obi-Wan said. I'm sorry, Astri, but... She gritted her teeth. Go ahead. Using a vibro razor Charlie handed him, Obi-Wan first trimmed, then carefully shaved off Astri's pretty curls. Such a shame, Tup murmured. Astri's face was set in determined lines. It's worth it. Now, wait a minute. You never explained, maybe you did, I, I forget. What is the significance of the Three Stooges to this story? They, How do they meet them like and then what is their around? role? One of the like a Radiohead unreleased song? Ooh, my Iron Lun EP contains many of those. It doesn't contain "Follow Me Around." I'll have you know. Punch Drunk Lovesick Sing Along. Yeah, Lewis. Overrated parentheses song, mistreated. I liked my Iron Lun EP, so come at me. Oh, it's great! It's great. <laughs> but follow me around. Don't cut this out, Riley. The fans like this. Do they? One of them. T- two of them. Which was the second? You one? and me. <laughs> <laughs> We three like our show better than anybody else. I gotta tell you that right now. Right now, I don't. (laughs) Shut up, Riley. We hate you. Okay, so the three Stooges are here with us. It was one of those things where uh, Obi Wan and Astri they they like end up planet hopping a couple times. There's really nothing memorable about that. I don't know. Friday night planet hopping. But yeah, they they kind of the they're the summation of uh, like being tipped. Like okay, go here, go here, go here, and all of a sudden you should probably go to these guys, and they're like, oh, here I am. And so they they have something to do with something, but they they just end up they're kind of like the Three Stooges where they're just kind of there. So they like they kind of give them advice on where to go, but then they just kind of stick around for the rest of the adventure, more or less. Okay. Yeah. So once again, they need to dress up Astri like the uh, the bounty hunter. Tup, so Shortle, can... and Bingo. What are the names? <laughs> Tup, Charlie, and Wheeze. Wheeze. Yes. Tup, isn't Tup the clone that? Um, I think he's the clone that shoots the Jedi. At the beginning of season six of Clone Wars, that oh, um, that wow. starts fives on the path to finding the microchip that they all have in their heads. I think it's Tup who's the one who, because he's got like the top knot. He's got like long hair. He's the only clone with really long hair. I but think that's Tup. At this point, so this came out in two thousand one. It yeah. was a big twist that the clones ended up being yeah. the Army of the Republic. So oh I don't yeah, think no, they it has nothing. It has nothing to do with that. I'm just trying. You're to not remember. saying it's the same character. No, I'm just trying to remember oh. who Tup is. I, I thought find... you were trying to say it's literally the same. <laughs> oh no, I'm definitely like, not. I, don't think so. I no. find it funny that they're like our Aramaic alphabet only contains like so many combinations to make weird Star Wars names, and so we end up recycling Snoke and Tup and other names like this. Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> something that bugs me. This is a weird Jake's nitpick corner. Jake's nitpick corner. But Kashyyyk has three Y's in yeah, it. Okay? Yeah, I love it. Now. So three Y's make it, makes an E sound. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't Obi Wan be O B Y Y Y? If three Y's makes an E, why isn't everything that has an E sound three Y's? Well, you what? are only dealing in absolutes, Jake. Well, his name wasn't used in the spelled in the Kiri Wook dialect. <laughs> what is that the name? Shiri Wook. Shiri Wook. Yeah. My, my bad. <laughs> Not a real fan. I don't understand the other thing that was said either. Just, just like, you know how, uh, like, uh, a name, like, in German is going to be spelled different than, a, like, a Spanish name? I refuse to accept this logic. Well, then I guess we can't help you. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to stay right here in the corner. <laughs> okay. Stay in your corner. Don't come out. With the stupid Bye, Rodian. Uh... No, there's Rodian in here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where you come from. That's funny. 
Oh, yeah. Boy, oh boy. There's nothing quite like a fresh Larry the Cable Guy yeah. reference in 2017. Thanks so much for... I mean, hey, someone's got to remember him. Will you write an open letter to that joke? The world has passed him by. David Cross, come on the show and, and explain to Isaac why he should not have done that voice. Okay, so now we're at the point where we're in there. and so like they, swimwear. <laughs> they find Qui-Gon. And to make a long story short... Please. Jenna finds out that they're there and but they they get Qui-Gon but they also get the antidote that DD needs because it turns out DD had one of those like special like cock cocktail designer viruses that uh, Jenna's in had created designer viruses <laughs> yes designer. and so they end up getting one of those so they find the antidote <laughs> they like my, di- my my disease is Chanel this year <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dude in Inception who makes like cocktail dream potions <laughs> yeah, and stuff exactly <laughs> Uh, subscribe to the blue raven version of uh we've been talking about nolan a lot today brian young come on the show tell me why i should only watch inception one time <laughs> i didn't I, even understand inception till like the third time i watched I it know, right? it's it's very interesting to say that that director's movies only require one watch when he's a, the director who created the movie that possibly needs the most rewatches of any i have seen blockbuster movie. i've probably seen the dark knight trilogy more than i've seen star wars, star wars. Ooh. nah that's not true because i watched those as a kid yeah I've seen it more than I've seen the prequels. Same. For sure. Is it weird that I've seen Batman Begins more than the other two? No, that's the one I like to throw on the most. I've seen I've probably seen Batman Begins close to twenty times. I love it. Yeah. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. I watch I rewatch Inception a lot. And I like to watch the Dark Knight. The wedding rises. ring is his totem. Not the top. What? Pause. Every- Whoa. Literally I'm going to pause. Okay. That, you're, you're that's wrong how about that. No, it his wedding ring that mm-hmm. he wears, Leo's wedding ring, is his totem. They they have established before that you cannot have someone else's totem. I know it's always been the thing that's like you never know if it's a dream because right. he has somebody else's totem. Right, but every time he's asleep, he has a wedding ring on. Every time he's awake, he doesn't. At the very end of the movie, he's not wearing a wedding ring. No way. Yes. I just got Inception. Watch Inception again. <laughs> do we I don't know wa- why you pause. I'm leaving this in for everyone to know. Do we need to watch? <laughs> yeah, Guys, let's go watch Inception let's, right now. And we'll leave it in. Yeah. We'll leave the entirety of the film Inception into this episode. <laughs> that That is at least half, half as good as my insight that Luke Skywalker's dead. Guys. Yeah. No, when wow, I when terrible, I did, when I dis- when I discovered that, yeah, wait, I do, I just blew past that. No, your Luke Skywalker's <laughs> dead thing is stupid. Literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He's not dead. This theory. Darth Goody. Yes. Watch it again. Watch it again and watch his left hand the whole movie. Every time he's in a dream he has a wedding ring every time he's awake he doesn't christina we gotta rewatch we just watched it a couple nights ago we gotta rewatch it again it's awesome oh i was excited to rewatch it that's one of my favorite movies you know who's good christopher nolan he makes good (laughs) movies despite what at least one person on twitter says (laughs) okay anyway sorry back to the uh, evil experiment we just had to i had to inceptionize you guys that's important yeah that's literally gonna change my life it's not just the joke of the show. We'd literally talk about anything else but Star Wars when I'm talking. <laughs> just a, anything else. It's purely else. coincidence, I promise. There's no conscious There's effort to do that. Something subliminal happening, <laughs> I swear. If you could quiet down for one second, we actually... <laughs> we need to talk about Insomnia now. Boy. I haven't seen that one. You should actually really see it. It's very good. Tonight on My Life, you gotta Insomnia. I am outside of so many conversations that I'll never be inside of, so at this point, who cares? I'm, I'm in sorry, my corner. Isaac. You're outside. I'm sorry, Isaac. So, yeah. They get Qui-Gon. They get the antidote. Are you chewing into the microphone? But Jenna's like... This is why we interrupt you, by the way. Uh-huh. And so Qui-Gon's like, hey, 
Like, I'm not strong enough to get out of here right now because she's been torturing me this whole time and draining my blood, trying to, like, learn about the Force. So she has successfully drained blood from him at this point. Well, not all of it, but some. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that he was just like a sack on the floor. <laughs> Aren't we all? But, so... Human, human condition. Sacks on the floor. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's like a little John song. Did you know that was the original title of Dust in the Wind? <laughs> Oh the answer, my, my friend. Sacks on the floor. <laughs> okay, so Qui Gon's like, I'm too weak. You need to save Dee Dee. I'm too weak. <laughs> so he's like, You guys go. I'll hang out here. No, no. So book two ends in the same place where we began. So nothing really happens. It's like the end of freaking Civil War where Bucky goes back into the so freezing chamber. If you're, Gosh darn it! If you're keeping score at home. <laughs> Book one ended with Didi critically injured and needing medical attention and Qui-Gon being captured. Book two ends with Didi in critical condition, needing medical attention, and Qui-Gon staying captured. But that is really frustrating. But Astri did shave her head, so at least one thing got accomplished. One person has less hair is basically what happened in this book. More or less. That's our character progression, guys. Any questions? Um, You mentioned it, so I think I know your your answer, but did you enjoy this book? Give it it a rating. This was more like a C for me. This was... I got through it. Yeah. There was like a couple of snorts, like just because <laughs> the book wasn't trying to. But you have it was sleep funny. apnea. <laughs> They're checking it out. You're still but, uh, chewing it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's chewing so much into the oh, microphone. Oh, guys, don't, don't rate us and review us after this <laughs> episode. Oh, man. But but yeah, this this one wasn't as enjoyable, unfortunately. It was not a, it was just kind of, it was more of a slog to get through. I don't know if I was in a like Riley Revenge of the Sith mood. Mm. Interesting, one, because. That, so both of you guys, your middle chapter was a bit more of a slog. My yeah. first chapter was a slog, and I loved the middle chapter. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see where our third books end up. Yeah. I guess you've already read yours, have, Riley, but... but if you're uh, interested... Seems like you didn't really remember the second one. Maybe you should reread it. Maybe I should. <laughs> if you're interested, I'll actually read the first uh, couple paragraphs of the uh, excerpt we're given for the Dangerous Rescue for Jedi Apprentice. Ooh, the now Dangerous that's give Rescue. You that's the third and final book that we're going to be talking yes, about in this third series. act, which will be book 13 of the Jedi Apprentice trilogy. So it starts out, it says, Obi-Wan Kenobi heard the door slide shut behind him. The locking system clicked and whirred. He stopped short from Seinfeld as a wave of helplessness overwhelmed him. No, he said. His companion, Astri Otto, still here, turned. What is it? Obi-Wan faced the closed door with despair. I can't leave him, but he ordered you to go. Placing his hands against the door, Obi-Wan shook his head. I can't. (laughs) Stay tuned. What what the listeners aren't getting is the, the gestures and the... Oh my god. <laughs> the ice chewing? They are getting that for sure. He stepped back so far from the mic and we can still hear his <laughs> ice chewing so loud. Now, here's one thing I want to ask you guys on air. Okay. Um, When we finish our respective trilogies, mm-hmm. should we poll the audience right now on air as to what they want us to do next? Do we continue reading bad children's books do we go on to maybe some other eu books that aren't in these series well i think for sure we have to move on to other series yeah i think that we should delve into the actual adult fiction that's what i'm wondering yeah listeners i'm hosting so i'm gonna ask this good let us know what you want us to do do you want us to just keep talking about i mean like we're gonna do whatever we want probably but just (sighs) give us your thoughts in my case um i think that the next book crisis at crystal reef is the last in the young jedi knights series Mm -hmm. so i don't think that i could go back to the beginning and see where it starts off but 
I really like just to kind of give you a pitch of what I want to read. We all want to read Plagueis. Yeah. That's been recommended to us by a listener and, and um, me and you. <laughs> I got two thirds of the way through that book, but I don't know why I didn't finish it. But it was really, really good. That was me and Tarkin. I never really? finished Tarkin. Yeah. Huh. Did you I like no it? Desire to read Tarkin. I mean, I, I know it's the I didn't, finish, of our show. I didn't finish it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just kind of got I find distracted. I think I was starting it when um, Catalyst came out, and I switched no. over to Catalyst, and I never felt that Catalyst need to is go good. Back. I was about to say, friend of the show, James Lucino, but sometimes his writing like kind of stalls me out sometimes that's going all the way back to like labyrinth of evil from yeah. like legends oh, I time remember that one yeah did like, he write tarkin i don't remember then why'd you mention him he, oh, yeah Plagueis. tarkin wrote he wrote, he wrote Plagueis. he did yeah, he james did tarkin? Lu- okay. tarkin wrote uh <laughs> james lucino wrote tarkin he wrote catalyst he wrote Plagueis. oh he did catalyst too i yeah. like catalyst a lot i don't pay attention to authors as much as i should apparently i'm starting to now yeah hmm Interesting. But There's, yeah, I remember going all the way back. Uh, James Lucino has good content in his books, but for whatever reason. Content. Yes. For whatever reason, I've always had a hard time getting through it. Yeah. For hey, whatever reason. James Lucino, come on the show and tell, explain to Isaac why he should like your books more. Yeah. And, and someday we're 100% going to do a Stover episode because Stover, yes. we've talked about him several times. Matthew, Matthew Stover. Stover is um, great. <laughs> oh, and the other one I want to read for sure is the Trader. Legends. Yeah. Last Jedi book. There's a oh, Legends yeah. book called The Last Jedi. I'm going to read that at some point before the film comes out. I'm sure they have no connection. Yeah. Um, and we what all... if it was just like a shot for shot? <laughs> they just 40 like, reasons. They just inserted character like Rey into some character <laughs> in The Last Jedi book and it was just that plot. It probably is. These new movies are Disney. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's me making fun of people who, I, who exist on Red Letter Media comment sections. Um, do they really the other, exist? They really do. I think that we all, just so listeners know, we all want to do a group read of the courtship of Princess Leia. <laughs> that should maybe, yeah. As I mentioned, guys, I think over text maybe, like, these next few months are going to be so Last Jedi heavy with, like, Journey 2 and stuff like that. That We're probably not going to have a, yeah, a lot, if any, I think EU it, episodes. I think it'd be cool, like, the first big thing after the dust settles from The Last Jedi would be courtship of Princess Leia. So you're looking at, like, late winter... Early spring, maybe. Let's make a January pact. I'll do it. Courtship Princess Leia. I have to read it again. I've read that book before, and I don't want to read it again, but... but are must, we going to read I it must. all at once, or you guys want to do maybe, like, do it in intervals, like, and do... I mean, I have a copy a few episodes. I can read it and then loan it to one of you guys if that's... Oh, do multiple episodes. I don't know if it's worth it, man. I think it is, because <sighs> it's long. I know that much. Yeah. And I I'm think sure we that- need to do a patented GMT walkthrough of the courtship of Princess Leia. <laughs> like, go scene by scene like we did for the movies, but well, do it with that book. I like how our patented scene by scene walkthroughs are us bailing on that two seconds in and just doing a character analysis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome Not to our time. podcast. Not I was going to say, I think every local library on the face of the planet now has two copies of those that are still in <laughs> yeah, the shop. Probably. Oh, so many more than two copies. Yeah, yeah so we'll be fine. We'll, we'll get a copy. And there's a lot of different covers of that one that I've seen, and they're all equally terrible. They're all bad. You can't improve upon a tragedy. (laughs) Can we be done with this episode? Oh, yeah. Sure. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why we're not already done. Isaac, thank you so much. I've had to pee for like the last 10 minutes, so I'm ready to go. Um, Mm. Isaac, thanks for reading your book. Sure. That was great fun. This has been another... I like talking that one time. (laughs) (laughs) This has been delicately curated long-form interruptions uh, (laughs) of poor Isaac. What the heck? How do we end this thing? We're gone. Bye! Bye. (laughs) I literally forget how we ended most of this. Yeah.
Oh, so am I gonna do? Welcome to the uh, Grand Moff Talkin' after credits sequence. We didn't really have any bloopers. We were pretty much 100% perfect this week, so I had nothing to put in here. And we thought of the great idea of including this stupid thing that we did a couple weeks ago in the Shadows of the Empire episode that got cut because we had to talk about Trevor getting fired. But anyway... Here it is. I didn't want to just drop you in and be very confusing without any context because this was recorded weeks and weeks ago. So I hope you enjoy it. We're talking about possible directors for uh, the Obi-Wan movie that might be happening. Here you go. So we do have to talk about news and maybe Jasmine will have a little bit to say about this. We need to talk Jasmine, about... Jasmine, we don't want to dwell on the news, by the way. No, so no, Don't spend no. too Never. much time on it. Th- I know that I spent a long time on the, like, apology, yeah. but this will yeah. be kind of a quick this segment. Will really, this will be really quick. Yeah. We, we... I imagine the, the listeners just cringing right now as soon as they hear the phrase, we don't news. want to dwell on the news. <laughs> we don't, we yeah, don't talk about good. the news. We really don't dwell on it. You know, we don't like to do that. <laughs> so we just, we just have a quick thing that we want to talk about in the news. There um, was some actual news. There was some actual news that happened since the last time we recorded. So we just thought we'd do a quick segment of uh, News Gunray. My lord, is that Egon? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. Now, on this segment, we need to talk about the new Star Wars movie that has been announced. Well, it's not really... It hasn't even been announced. Yeah, it's this funny is how y'all unofficial. are talking like the movie's actually been announced when there's been no official announcement from Lucasfilm. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if that voice is acceptable either. That cadence. <laughs> I'm not sure who he's trying to be. I don't follow. So this Obi-Wan movie has not been officially announced, but there are rumors, and it's. I think everyone has known that it's coming for a while. Because you, um, you McGregor... Guys, 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 guys. <laughs> oh, no. It's coming. Okay. Ewan McGregor Confirmed. has been on the record in interview saying he's totally down to play Obi-Wan again in a movie. So that... Plus the rumors of them finding a director for this movie, which is really what we want to talk about. We want to talk about the the, the tentative choice they've made for director in Ugh. this film. So what what? Just give me your brief thoughts. So okay, like this Hollywood Reporter article, whatever you want to call it, right? Out, and they are reporting that Stephen Daldry is the one in talks to direct Billy this. Elliot Fame, right? Yeah, like obviously everyone knows that. Okay, <laughs> and he is the one who is in talks to direct the movie um we don't know but that just is like it's such a mainstream choice that guy oh you know yeah, i mean yeah. mm-hmm. like i guess i hadn't thought about that but you're right it's kind of obvious it's like <sighs> stephen daldry it's like uh who's our like the first like, immediately first thought like stephen daldry steven spielberg like brian johnson all the like, stevens yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we kind of want to go through our picks we're more like, kind of like woke than the Hollywood Reporter. You know what I mean? Like, yep. <laughs> so, we all have some predictions of, uh, you know what? Not even predictions, just like hopes, dreams. If Lucasfilm has any brains at all, who they should bring in to direct this this Obi Wan movie? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you get like a mainstream pick like Stephen Daldry, but like I'm thinking of like Skirt Wedgman. Oh, d- didn't he? 
direct the second season of Into the Green Willows. Now, he he's a guy, and like this is something I know like a lot of people think, no, he co-directed and like produced on that movie, but that wasn't even his thing. He directed The Green Guitar, which was oh. the movie. That had never even occurred to me. That is such a great choice. If like, I would love to see what he can do with Star That Wars. demands a rewatch. It's like, okay, because in that movie... Serple. <laughs> Serple. Serple. Serple, the main character. Oh, you're thinking, like, you're the, thinking of uh, Clive Jerple. Clive Jerple. Clive Jerple, excuse me. He is the main star of that movie, and the way he plays that guitar is so oh, loud. <laughs> all I can think when you're talking, all I can think is it's so funny how you all haven't been talking about Miles McSorley. Oh my goodness. The work that he did on the brown door. <laughs> Can you <laughs> You're just looking at things? You're literally just looking at things. <laughs> Man, I don't know why why like Riley's so against the guy who you just said. Yeah, what's wrong with Miles McSorley? Miles McSorley, look, I just from what I remember, he directed that that one. Riley doesn't know. He's like I. He try, tries to keep up with our conversation. Well, yeah, he's but, not no, like deep like, in the weeds well, with no, like, like really artsy he, directors like us. Did he do that episode on um on the green the green <laughs> guitar? No, no, no. You're who you're thinking of. All right. So now we'll get into like female directors. So okay. the first name that I'm thinking of. No, 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 no. The one that I said was a female director. I feel, people just don't. Oh, because there's the, the, one the man said? and the woman. She always wears a top hat. What was what was the one that you said? What was what was her name? She directed the green guitar. Yeah, but yeah, what, what was, was her name? Because the guy with the Moving same on. name, the guy with the same name is 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 a little bit more under the radar. So that's only... right. And there is like a guy with this like the same exact name. I know what you're talking. He's a screenwriter. He writes with like Robert Greengrass and stuff on the Bourne movies. Yeah, yeah. But super convenient. Who we're talking about in this is Miles Morales. What was his name? Miles McSorley. McSorley. Miles, McSorley. Miles McSorley. Miles McSorley. I'm so sorry. Now, like you know what? We all slip sometimes. We all like forget. Even like obvious people like Miles McSorley. Exactly. Do you have any picks, Riley? Um, Do you even like know like directors and stuff? Like, I, I mean, I was just thinking like, like Christopher Nolan or something. What about? Oh my god, that's like the most. What about him? Stream. When Janet Tanwall is on the table, you're gonna be going for someone like Christopher Nolan. <laughs> the way she directed <laughs> the Green Floor, when she walked on the floor in that movie, she cast herself, and it was amazing. You saw the whole movie through her oh, eyes. Oh man! And it was so loud whenever she <laughs> that is easily. Was that, was that the movie where she like filmed herself over 17 years? She st strapped a GoPro camera like selfie style to yeah. her neck and like walked around. I think it won a BAFTA. It won a NAFTA for sure. And like Enemy. the Daytime way Enemy. the sound design, David Lynch did the sound design, and the way he just emphasized the guitar music in the background. Man, the Green Floor is I seriously, that's like a top 10 comic book movie for me. I heard he borrowed a guitar from Willie Nelson. It was his special green guitar that he used to like record everything. He does. whole soundtrack. Like Willie Nelson's green guitar yeah. is just like iconic. It's like so Abbey good. Road, like that street where the Beatles walk down. It's just like, I've never heard of Willie Nelson, but James Tall is a guitarist that I, 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 I've seen at my local See the tallest man on earth? He had a he had a thing with Columbia for a second. He's going to be blowing up. He's going to be like totally blowing up soon. Yeah, James sure. Tall got I big for a minute in 1989, but I, I, this year's probably going to be the the year when he breaks out again. That <laughs> year like wasn't ready for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he's got a deal right now with Recording Bomb Records, and Recording Bomb has a, a affiliation kind of with with Polytechnic, and they're just going to get together in Polygon Magazine, the video yeah, magazine. and they're actually talking about doing the soundtrack to the Outside Vehicle. Jasmine, do you have any 
Any choices? I am here still. <laughs> <laughs> We're just blowing your mind right now, right? It's funny how y'all aren't thinking about any of this. None of you have mentioned Josephine McHouston. Oh! oh! Seriously, right? Yeah. Now what? What does she do? Everything. She's in everything. Really? Like she she has played so many small roles in. So she's an actress. She's an actor's actor. Like she wow. is in the footstomp. She's in the shoe by the door. Yes. She's in the chair. <laughs> but she's also on. played roles in writing all of those scripts as well. Oh, did That's she write amazing. the Yellow House yes. across the street? Yes. She writes and produces all of her cameos in like mm-hmm. really huge films, like The Leaf That's Falling, and The Lamp on the Doorshade, and just like all of these really good yeah. stuff. And do you know? That she always, this is like kind of a cool thing that she does, is she always kind of is hiding behind her back in anything that she's in a green guitar. <sighs> Guys, are we going to distill this down like a top five hopefuls for the Obi-Wan What's your top movie? five? Because these are just like off the top of our heads and stuff. Right. But like top five, number five, Isaac. No, okay, number five is uh, Jeremy Glasswater. And number four is, uh, man, what's well, his name? I got to do my five. I got to do my five. Oh, okay. It's Jeremy Glasswater. I can't. Oh. It's such a good choice. It was so good. Can I do my five? Yeah. Okay. That was our five. Number five, Kate Middleton. Now, I don't know if you've heard of her. She's so, like, mainstream. Right. She's normally a duchess, but... She's normally not a (laughs) duchess. But I think if you hand her the keys to this Obi-Wan movie... She's going to drive... Because movies are empathy engines. (laughs) And if you give her the keys to that movie car... And she fires up the empathy engine and drives down Cinema Highway to mm. Tinseltown. She's going to be blowing up the lights on Broadway. You, it's funny you say that. It's really funny you say that. No one mentioned funny. Josh Tinseltown. Josh, Josh Tinseltown he is going really to a feminist. <laughs> no. rip open the dryer door of acting and rip out the clothes that represent the directorial process. And he's going to toss him in his car and he's going to drive him screaming down the highway to the nearest target. He's going to walk inside and try to return him to the Screen Actors Guild in the customer service section, and they're going to say, nah, just store credit. I'm sorry, because you already washed them once, and that's why Jeremy Glasswater is my number five. You know, I... Because <laughs> I do really gassy, I, long-winded metaphors. You know, I just checked Twitter, and it looks like Josh Tinseltown has been cheating on his wife throughout his whole director's career. <laughs> that's what I was trying and to say so, is, like... Never mind. He, God, can we, can we continue? <laughs> can we talk about Shadows of the Empire now? <laughs> So that was the end of News Gunray, uh, if it, if it, uh, if it stayed in. just said it. My lord, is that legal? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report then. <laughs>